All right, welcome into another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mac podcast right here on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com. We're also streaming live on the relevant app. Go check us out on uh, Apple, uh, the Apple Store, on Google, whatnot. Easy download, so easy to use. You, too, can have your own podcast as well. We're getting into the final preseason game of the hometown team and, of course, across the National Football League. Before I say anything, I just want to say uh, good luck and stay healthy to all of our high school athletes, especially the football players that are starting games tonight. I wish you nothing but the best, all the success in the world. Go get them, have fun, and play your ass off, because that's what football is all about. We have a lot of talent here in Jacksonville and Northeast Florida. I know we have a lot of talent everywhere, wherever you're listening in, but uh, always great to see high school ball. I'm going to go see Ponavita take on Nice uh, later on. My, uh, my number two, my Kelsey girls, a member of the Splash Dance Team, and we'll go and root that team on. Hopefully they have a great year as well. All right, unfortunate news. Travis Etienne is out. Uh, well, look, that sucks. Injuries happen, unfortunately. They happen in practice. They happen in the weight room. They happen on game day, preseason, regular season, postseason. Uh, that's the cruel cruelty or the cruelest part of the job is you can get hurt at any given moment and you can get hurt bad at any given moment in your career, your year, what have you, games could be lost. So um, it's unfortunate that Travis uh, is going through this. We wish him nothing but the best. He should be okay. He's got to have surgery. It's a Liz Frank injury. It's a very serious injury, tough to heal on the middle of the foot. Um, so he is out for the year. Unfortunate, no doubt. I've been in that position. Now it's next man up. Who will it be? Will it be Tavon Austin? Uh, will it be James Agnew? Uh, Agnew and Agnall Agnew Agnew. Yeah, he's yeah Jamal. Thank you, Jamal Agnew from the Lions. Or will it be someone else like a Philip Dorsett? Who knows? we got to find some speed uh, to replace Travis Etienne. Uh, look, Sunday's game, it's 1 o'clock kick. I don't think Dallas is going to play much of their starters. I want to see us play. I'll tell you what I want to see later on in this show. It does have meaning. Like I've said on this show many times, you got to curve the preseason, and we'll do that again after the performance on Sunday out in Dallas. All right, other local news, Urban uh, quote-unquote, finally chooses his starting quarterback. Um, you know, it's, you know, people get really, you know, upset about certain things. And it feels like when they don't believe what should happen, it doesn't happen. They get really upset about it. Like this, this whole thing about, Urban, why'd you wait? Till after the second preseason game to name your quarterback. Trevor lost all these really important reps, et cetera, et cetera. Listen, um, he's going to have plenty of reps as a starter. He always had plenty of reps as a starter. The game reps wouldn't have changed, uh, whether you're talking the first game against the Browns or Monday night against New Orleans. We're going to see him again starting on Sunday, which I think is a good thing. I'll tell you about that later. Uh, but the game reps wouldn't have changed. So just relax. Look, I know as a former player – that first of all, it's not like he's starting from scratch next week. You know what I mean? He's been in the system. He knows the terminology. He's learning it as we go. I don't think we're going to really be that concerned about how many practice reps he missed with the number one team. He's still taking reps. He's taking seventy percent with the first team prior to being named the starting quarterback. So just chill. The you know what out, man. It's not that big of a deal. Let's see how he starts off. And like my my uh, compadre Mike Dempsey said, look. 
If they lose to Houston and he doesn't play well, they're going to go back to that. And yeah, they and rightfully so. And I'll come on this show and say that. But uh, I'm not too concerned about him missing practice reps. It's it's practice and practice matters, but it doesn't matter as much as a game, in my opinion. So um, I, I think it's time to just take take a take a chill for a minute and let's see what happens again. He, he, I don't know. I trust her. You got to trust the process. I, what else are you going to do? You know, you're not changing his mind. He's going to do what he wants. No matter how much you bitch and yell and whatever, he's Urban Meyer's going to do what he thinks is best for his football team. I like what he said. He said, look, we, we kind of thought after the second game we'd name our starter. And, of course, he's the guy. He's the number one pick overall. And Gardner, no disrespect to him, he just hasn't done enough to – Warn that off, you know, to keep him off. So nonetheless, I think it's all going to work out in the end. Look, right now, we just did a poll on Jaguars today. What are you more confident in? I picked offense. It's because of Trevor. If we didn't have Trevor, I wouldn't I would have picked. I don't know who I'd have picked. I'm not that confident in the defense just yet. The stopping and run's great, but they're getting picked apart in the pass game. Two weeks in a row now. And our number one free agent got burnt, not, not burnt, got beat twice. What you know? What you know? Who I'm targeting? If I'm the Texans, I'm going deep. If I get one on one with Shaquille Griffin, guess what I'm doing? I'm going deep, and I'm going to test him time and time again, and we'll see if he can he can keep up because he's showing a there, there's a chink. Whatever, maybe it wasn't his night. Maybe he wasn't totally in. I don't know, but I know this. I'm watching that film. I notice that. I notice that he wasn't like he got burnt toast. I'm not saying that, but he got beat. And you're talking about a number one free agent that you're counting on to be your quote-unquote shutdown corner, although I don't believe those exist anymore. Other news out there about the Jags. My old friend Pete Prisco, who at one time wrote in his book, Jags to Riches, that I was one of the best bargains on the team. Thanks, Pete and John Osher. I'll never forget that. It always made me feel good. But nonetheless, uh, Prisco was on a show, DA, DB, I don't, I, don't, I don't even know who DA Do you know who DA is? Right now, we don't know who DA is. He's on some show, and, uh, you know, he's talking about, he's hearing, you know, that uh, players aren't liking Urban Meyer's ways, how he's doing things, da 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 blah, 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 da 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 Listen, if they, if they were winning and we look good, this wouldn't even be a story. Because who cares if they're winning? I don't care if players bitch when we're winning. Too bad. We're winning. So, you know, look, again, the biggest thing NFL, college to pro is how you manage your players. It's not the X's and O's. It's not any of that. It's still football. You got to treat them different. You're not sending them home to mom and dad. There's none of that. You're dealing with grown men, so you got to figure that out. Look, I hear some of the tactics. I don't totally get it. You know, if I'm Josh Lambeau, I'm like, listen, man, what, I, you know, I don't need you standing next to me. Get out of here. I, you know, but at the end of the day, it's he's the coach, and if he wants to stand there, he's going to stand there. Your job as a player is to make the kick, whether he's there or not. Is that a, is that a college tactic? Yeah, it is. You know, because in the pros, you're like, all right, look, I mean, do I really got to bring in competition for a Josh Lambeau? Really? This guy's a stud. He's coming now. You want to bring up? A, you want to bring in a backup plan in case his he doesn't heal from the labrum surgery? Totally different story. But do you think Josh Lambeau needs competition? The great ones want to remain great. They don't need that. 
He needs to get healthy and get back in a rhythm. I think they stick with him. I think he's going to be fine. But overall, listen, don't bring up the Chris Doyle highlight. That's that's so done. It's over with. And if you're going to bring up that, like, you know, he brought a racist on a team, blah, blah, and he got rid of him right away, don't forget to mention the Josh Allen story where Urban Meyer went out of his way to take care of Josh Allen at Baptist when his third baby was being born. He needed some help. Who did he call? He called his head coach. What does his head coach do? Called the CEO of Baptist. Got it taken care of because he cares about his players. I don't hear anybody talking about that. By the way, two weeks ago, players were ranting and raving about how they're taken care of. Cryotherapy, massages, acupuncture, the works, the food is the best, massage therapy. I got it my own strength coach. Listen, when you're winning and doing well, None of that other stuff matters. When you lose and you don't look good, that's when it all rises to the top. I think it's a bunch of hogwash and way too early to decide. Don't look. Look, I get it. I saw his uh, Urban Meyer's demeanor on the sideline. He looked like he was kind of like, what in the hell did I get myself into? I get it. Maybe he does. Maybe it's a little bit of that. But he's going to evolve. It's going to be a work in progress. I think after a month of camp and two preseason games, people crying that players don't like certain things, bunch of air, hot air, and a bunch of crap, if you ask me. But nonetheless, uh, you know, they got to have something to write about. And and Pete's a good dude. I've known Pete a long time. He does a great job. Um, I don't like that he says, I've heard players complain. Like, I'm hearing players are complaining, not, hey, players have told me. Like, they're complaining. I don't never like the hearsay. I'm sure it comes from a credible source, but that could be one guy's opinion. You know, or another guy said, yeah, you know, I don't like the blowhorn. I don't like him yelling hydrate or whatever the hell he's yelling. I don't know. They play music. What's the difference? It's sound. Guy yelling at you, coach yells at you, the player in the music, who gives a crap? Nonetheless, if you win and do well, then uh, none of this matters. And I want to see him do well. It's time to take that step. Now, you could sit there and say, we had a debate, you know, like how long would you play these guys? Well, look, I, I'd play them till I'm satisfied. Now, that doesn't mean the whole game because I'm not going to do that, but I want to be sad. I don't want to go into Houston week one not knowing what to expect out of my team. And right now, you don't, you don't know what to expect. Okay, great. The defense has stopped the run. Well, look who they stopped it against. It wasn't like, you know, Alvin Kamara was out there last week on Monday night. It wasn't like Chubb and, uh, and Kareem Hunt were out there or the starting offensive line against Cleveland. Don't get me wrong. They did their job, and they should be reward, you know, recognized for that. But curve it. Now do it against the number one team. So am I confident that my run defense is going to stop Houston Te- the Houston-Texas run game? I feel better about it, but no. Am I totally confident? Absolutely not. I'll tell you another thing I'm not confident. This pass defense, you've been picked apart twice now. You have. There's no rush, and you're getting beat in coverage. I I mean, I don't know how else to look at it. You know, first it was Case Keenum, and then you made Jameis Winston, who I think looks great. I'm happy for the guy. His his arm looks great. He looks like he's got his head on right. It looks like he's going to, you know, they named him the starting QB. He's going to have a good year. You know, Um, look, the the, the guy looked good. He, He took his shots, you know, and he picked you apart. You didn't do anything against him. So you made him look like, a Pro Bowl quarterback, <clears throat> and they're like a playoff caliber team, and maybe they are with him, but you sure made it look like that. So that's got to be better. So I don't, uh, I don't know, man. I I'm I'm still you know open mind, open book. You know I want to see them do well, but I've got a lot of questions. 
you know, the 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 offensive line, the, you're not going to see him Sunday. So now we got to roll into week one. It'll be the same five, I believe, as the past two years. It'll be the same inconsistency, but whatever. Maybe they, maybe something brings them all together and they play better together. I don't know. We haven't seen that yet, so I don't know about that. I picked the offense, by the way. It was only because of Trevor. He, the kid's special, but if you don't protect him and you don't get him some serious weapons that that that, that can make plays, and granted they've been hurt, and you need that speed out there, and you better fill that for him. But he's got to he's got to take some shots. I I said this before. I'll say it again. I don't care how many interceptions that Trevor Lawrence throws in his rookie year. I don't. The great ones all threw a bunch. Most of them did. So it's not a big deal to me. Now I say that with the caveat: your touchdowns better be as more or as much. You know what I'm saying? You throw 20 picks, you better throw 21 touchdowns. I'm okay with that for the rookie, for the rookie year, because that means he's taking chances. And you got to take chances in this league. You got to believe in your talent. You got to throw the ball in the right spot and you go for it. You know, look, it wasn't, go back to Winston's touchdown uh, against Griffin. He wasn't wide open. He didn't even have a step. He just had a little bit on him. And what did Winston do? I throw it out in front of him on the outside, let him make it, let, let, give him a chance. Take a shot. Let's see that out of Trevor Lawrence. That's part of what I want to see uh, this weekend in Dallas. This is what I need for me, for me and what, what my confidence level with this team. Number one, Trevor, Trevor Lawrence throws a touchdown pass. I don't care if it's against their second-team defense. I'm a, I'm a big believer in creature habit. I want that kid knowing the feeling of throwing a touchdown pass in the NFL before week one. That's not a lot to ask. Now, I'll take, I'll take a, uh, you know, or, or an at least, which is direct a touchdown drive. Maybe you don't score it. Maybe it's a running play in, but you direct it. You lead it. You convert on third down. You make the right throws. You make the right reads. You make the right plays, and we score. We need. I think we need a score. You go into Houston without scoring a touch with a rookie team, but you know, rookie, you know, new team, new coach, new rookie court. I'm just not feeling that good about it. Show me what. Take a shot here, Bevel. If you throw the. Please, I'm not gonna get I'm not gonna get upset. Please don't throw third and five when it's third and ten. Please. Please don't throw seven yard passes when it's third and thirteen. Take the shot. Now, unless it's a crossing pattern where he's got a shot to turn it up field to make a play, but sitting down in a zone at seven yards when it's third and freaking thirteen does nothing for anybody. I don't care about completion percentage. That's an easy throw. I have time and he's sitting right there, seven yards from me, and he's open. Great. The third string QB in college can make that throw. So what? Take some shots. Get over the yard marker. So that's what I want to I want to see out of him. The offensive line, yeah, you're not going to see you just you're not going to see it. You know, the the starters aren't going to be in there. Um Walker Little, I want to see improvement, man. Punch the guy for crying out loud. You're big and strong. Put those feet in the ground and stab him. I'll tell, you, I'll tell you what, and I'm sure they all do this, but one thing that, that really impressed me about Tony Baselli back in the day, after a long, hard day of practice, he would practice his hands in the weight room. 
while he was he was kicking back from his left tackle position. How would he do it? He'd have our strength coach hold these hand pads, you know, the boxing hand pads, and Tony would do his pass sets, and the coach would come at him, and he'd smack those pads, and it was loud, man, loud slap, whap, 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 whap. Do it again. Whap, whap. I mean, he just constantly, because that's what it is. It's hand-to-hand combat against freaking polar bears. That's what it, without the claws in the, in the, in the, the, the fangs, but that's what it is. They're smashing each other. It's bam, bam, bam. Go watch how bears fight. How do they fight? They get on their hind legs and they swipe those big claws at each other. That's what linemen do. I mean, you let them come into you, you're done. It's so anybody can throw you around when you're, when they're into you like that and you're back on your heels. Why they don't coach that stuff drives me insane. Like, that'd be the first thing. If I noticed that the first day out of, out of Walker Little, I'd be like, Walker, punch. If you're not going to, we're doing it after practice till you get it right to its second nature. He should be doing it by now. Anyway, I want to see improvement uh, by him. Ben Barch, I want to see you keep improving. You're going to be an important part of that offensive line. And I'll tell you, if, uh, if um, Juwan Taylor plays, come on, a little bit better last week, make it even better this week. Now, defense? I don't think we're going to see it, but I want to see you stop the op- the opposing passing attack. Dak Prescott's probably not going to play. He was cleared last night, so he's good to go. His shoulder's better. Kellen Moore, the offense coordinator, say Dak's ready to go, ready to rock, but it won't be Sunday. So all you can do is play against whoever you're playing against. But I want to see that. Okay, great. You stopped the run. We'll give you credit. We'll curve it if it's not their first O-line, but we'll still give you credit. But now stop the pass, too. You can't be one-dimensional. I don't care that they didn't stop the run last year. They didn't stop the pass either. So you got you to gotta stop both or at least control both. I want to see more of that. I want to see more of that. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know how many guys are going to be playing. So we might have to wait to, to, to Houston to see where this team's really at. All right, I'm going to wrap it up with this. I already said this earlier in the week. I'm going to say it again. And I hope Urban Meyer hears this. Herbs, it's just football, baby. It's just football. Take over your team. These guys, okay, Daryl Bevel, you know, Joe Cullen, they're great guys, and they're great co- They're fine, but you're the coach. You dictate, not them. You don't, rely, you don't need to rely on them on X's and O's. You know, you don't. You need to re- maybe on some down and distance stuff and that type of thing, but you, I know what you want. You want aggressiveness. And if you call for up-tempo, damn it, then it better be up-tempo or heads got to roll. Not fired, but yelled like, you know, I, I'd be like, hey, man, I told you to, to be aggressive. You're not being aggressive enough. That could be blitzing. That could be offensive play calling. I don't care. But I want to see an attack style mode from my team or I'm taking over. Not me or I'm pretending to be urban, but you catch my drift. It's your team, man. You're the winner. Let's go out there and show it. Okay, I'm good. I'm starting to sweat in here. I'm crying out loud. I'm good. It's Friday, man. I'm looking forward to the weekend. I'm looking forward to seeing the team play, man. I love football. I love every football. It's played such a big part of my life. I'll tell you this right now. I can confidently say, if I didn't play football, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here talking to you right now. I could guarantee you that. If I the Jacksonville Jaguars didn't bring me to Jacksonville to play football, I would have never come to Jacksonville. Well, you shouldn't say never, but I guarantee you the 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 ratios of me making it here, percentages, pretty slim. But with football, I love it. 
my life right here in Jayville. All right, have a great weekend out there. Be safe, be cool, take it easy, take it slow, work hard, whatever. Have some fun. Let loose. Hey, man, one thing we've learned through all these trying times as of late, life can turn on a dime in an instant. So live it to the fullest because one day it's going to be over. That's how I live every day, man. I give thanks and praise to the good Lord, and then I go work my butt off, and then I have fun, and I work. I'm just loving life, and I hope you do too. So until next time, we'll see you right here. Stay safe and be cool, and we'll talk to you next Tuesday right here. I'm catching up with Tommy Mack right here on 1010XL's podcast platform and the relevant app. Have a great day and weekend, everybody. I never knew that a kid like me could take his mic around the world and flash the big-ass dick.